25 episodes. I can't believe it. And that means we're talking about the 25th anniversary. Dimensions in Danger. I'm Rhino. I'm Ken. And we are the Podcast Rangers. Rangers. Hello. What is that voice? I don't know what that <laughs> I was. I took a really deep breath and started saying hello. <gasps> hello. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome. Welcome to the show. As always, I am Rhino, joined as always by that other guy. And a bunch of Muppets, apparently. Yeah. Today, Muppet voices. I really like their suits. I also like Power Rangers. It's the most obnoxious episode already. Yeah. Well, I, and I'm not going to say this episode's obnoxious. Let's just let's dive right in for all you cool cats and kittens out there who haven't seen it. What is wrong with me today? For all uh-huh. of you people out there who haven't seen this episode, this is one that you can watch on Netflix. Um, it is in the Super Ninja Steel season of Power Rangers. I forget the episode number, but it's out there. Uh, I am going to say the episode I watched on Netflix, though, is not like the extended episode. That was the thing you and I were talking about that beforehand. You were like, oh, yeah, I think they have the extended one. And I like looked and I was like, it's not like the um, legendary war where you can search that out separately. Right. If you search dimensions like on Netflix, it pulls up pretty much any TV show or Netflix original that has something to do with an alternate dimension. And I'm like, nope, I don't want to watch Dark Season 2. <laughs> well, yeah, I I actually typed in all of Dimensions in Danger and it said Ninja Steel, but it didn't even like I guess it did bring me up. Well, I don't know if I had watched the episode on here previously and that's why it was already on there because I haven't really watched any of like Ninja Steel that much. But uh yeah, I guess I don't think I watched an extended cut when I originally saw it, but you were telling me that one existed, so I was like, okay, cool. Maybe it'll have some extra stuff, but Did you look it the- up? Um, when I searched for it, like it brought up clips like oh. on YouTube, so I didn't watch them. Um, Wait, you didn't watch the clips? Well, I mean, like they looked like the Tommy stuff that we had talked about. So, OK, well, the thing is the clip. Well, basically, so basically what's missing from this episode is there was, you know what? Let's uh, let's back on up. So I because I feel like I'm diving into the middle part of the episode or something like that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go into this with like pros and cons. Let's do it that way. And, uh, we can kind of run through the episode or just, you know, just right off the top where you think something's really good about it. What something's really bad about it. Where does it fall for us in, in the anniversary episodes? And, um, I want to talk about the accessibility of it. So before we dive into any of those like extended cuts or anything like that, let's talk about that. Uh, if you had not watched power Rangers in let's say like five years, 10 years or so can you watch this episode and enjoy it kind of knowing nothing about it how do you how do you feel about that ken can you initially i would say yes but then the more i thought about it like as someone who has actively watched a lot of power rangers in the last few years there were parts where i still felt lost yeah but i think it's the more recent stuff that i think lost me i i i so um I'd say that it's not inaccessible. Um, I'd say you'd watch it and you might really be kind of, you could go either way because I think watching, there's a good amount of 
the current season's like kind of not necessarily it's overarching plot, but there's a good amount of them being front and center with like the fighting and what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it ha- this season has a very distinct uh, style to it. And so I find that some of those were very like through me. And honestly, we're a little off putting if you're here for like a 25th anniversary of Power Rangers, because you're like, this show is so weird right now. Um, right. You know, and well, I think we'll get into those specifics, but uh, I, I don't, for me okay so we have we have the forever red right we have Mm -hmm. the one once a ranger we had uh the legendary war we have this and uh then we've got like the the episode later that's really just a team crossover that's in beast morphers that's not really an anniversary special but um okay so for me i would put this below forever red um above uh, I think legendary war is like literally bottom of the barrel for me. Um, and I, so I think that this is maybe, I don't know. It's like on the same kind of level of the o- operation overdrive crossover for me, but I, I think that's, I know we didn't review that very kindly. So I think this is maybe just a little step above that. Yeah. I think there's, there's concepts in this that I think I appreciate more. Um, the overall idea of like the story or what it could yeah. be yeah. Um, versus what I like. Cause the operation overdrive, I don't know what the story was. It was just those Rangers show up to take over. Uh, I don't know what the actual, like, I don't remember what the plot was for that. Whereas like forever red, like it's very clear what's happening. Yeah. Um, um, what's cool about forever red though, too, you know, and we said it in that episode is that that episode is a, does a really great job of being a bubble of its own thing. Like that mm-hmm. it is, it takes kind of loose ends from the franchise. Um, you know, and it didn't even necessarily have to be loose ends, but it set up this plot that could exist within any season of the show. You know, you know, you, I don't watch that episode and immediately other than the opening credits being the power Rangers wild force opening credits. I don't watch that and say, Oh, this is an episode of power Rangers wild force. I just right. know that's when that episode took place. It's like its own little side thing. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't, I think this had, potential to possibly have been something like that but it didn't it didn't make it over that hurdle i don't think because it doesn't it doesn't start with the the core rangers right so like the episode starts and it starts with tommy so it very much feels like it could be an out of season episode yeah yeah exactly it has that 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 teaser that you're like ooh, what's this you know um but even then, when they introduce, well, Ken, do you like, want to give us a? Do you want to give us like a plot of the episode? Do you think you can? Uh, <laughs> um, the villain is I, creating I an, <laughs> uh, an army of robots that are poorly animated CGI uh, that are essentially suits of rangers, um, and they also have arrows that they're going to shoot into the sky that break the dimensional barrier between universes. I feel like we should preface that both of us watched this today and this is his summary right now. I feel like maybe I should have just said the summary. We watched this in less than an hour. Yeah. So So, like, it's not that I'm forgetting. It's just like, okay, I, I guess this is what's happening. So I I think the arrows, the arrow arrows shatter the dimensional barrier. 
Um, and yeah, almost like a morphin grid. It's weird. <laughs> and so that would then allow the villain to cross over to all dimensions. Yeah, that was the 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 villains kind of plot. So the idea, I, I think the idea of this episode is a strong, you know, is pretty good where it, and it makes sense where it was saying that basically it's this one bad guy comes to the current season's bad guy and is like, listen, I'm going to uh, basically break down the barriers between all dimensions and we're going to rule it all. And uh, to do this, we're going to kidnap some of these like legendary power rangers and we're going to use them. We're, you know, it's specifically this one legendary ranger and going to use him to basically lure these other to kidnap other rangers. Right. And you're like, okay, that makes sense. Like, They'd all kind of know Tommy somehow, supposedly. I don't understand why. And but they're they essentially siphoning off those rangers energy to make clone like robotic evil clones of them and use that army to take over the barrier. And yeah, and there's giant arrows that are going to break down this barrier. So the main villain, the um, I'll look up the name. It's not it's Madame Odious, right? She like she isn't that her name, I think. And she like gives this this um uh oh my gosh tj even says his name in the episode anyway she she gives that villain these arrows to break down this barrier so that's like they're like whatever i don't i don't really know why they're working together why why is the dimensional barrier thing a thing that matters that they would need to break down with arrows when wes and Gemma and them come through and they just have devices like multiple devices that they can just cross over okay let's dive okay first of all before we dive into specifics just give me your general uh you know like do you have like i said we were going to do pros and cons but maybe we should just kind of work through the episode um but overall i i don't i want to be like on a scale of one to ten where does this rest for you (laughs) six yeah it's six six point five i'd say i i i think i'd rate it kind of around the same like maybe leaning a little, I feel like a seven almost so feels like too much, but it like it had the potential of being like an eight and it, mm-hmm. it didn't land. And so it kind of gets some negatives for that. So um, why don't we, why don't we dive right in? Like you were saying, you know, it starts with that teaser and we have Tommy and he's at reside arriving at his house in a black truck with the uh, jacked up on these huge monster truck wheels for some weird reason. Yeah. Well, he wants to get as far away from being a race car driver as possible. <laughs> um, I, I will tell you, one of the things that I do really enjoy about this opening is it, one, he's talking to somebody on the phone. I'm going to assume it's cat, right? Because because this this in this whole teaser, it acknowledges the soul of the dragon, which is the Boom Studios like one off um, graphic novel. Right. Is that what which we call it? He's he's essentially wearing pretty close to what he wore in that, except except without the like feathered collar like the fur collar Mm -hmm. but like the the black hoodie the jacket and the like yeah that's all in the soul of the dragon so he's just wearing a modified version of that too yeah and um and so you know he even calls out like jj leave your bike here also this is kind of a moment that you have to think too is this the first time on the show that a ranger has had like a child like I know there have been parent son, like, you know, in mystic force, stuff like that. And, you know, Lightspeed rescue, but you're talking about like an actual ranger from a team that we experienced as like teens or like, yeah, 20 somethings now having children. He's the first one. I think that they've acknowledged, right? I'd say that's probably 
valid. Also, it's kind of like, does this make that Christmas episode in Zio valid as well? Uh, where it's in the future and the grandkid mm-hmm. shows up. Um, but I hope someday it does circle around there and we do get that moment again. Uh, I, it's, I enjoy that. I liked that it referenced that. And I thought, oh, that, that really adds this like level of validity to that comic, you know, or to that story. That was nice. And I thought that story was really good. And we'll talk about that in another yeah. episode at some point. But um, I felt like solid start. Nice teaser. You're like, okay, cool. And then it cuts back into the uh, the Ninja Steel Rangers at their high school. And their mentor, Mick, comes and uh, says he's gotten a message from... Uh, from other rangers actually i i do want to go back for one second i realized i wrote a note about this okay i know that this i I, this is a kid's show and you know and i'm not looking for like academy award writing or anything like that sometimes i'm just happy to be along on the adventure but tommy says on the telephone i just got back from the dojo sure i'll bring jj to school okay what time of day is it It, yeah and it why is like he home new. alone at 7 a.m so <laughs> because like, i i understand going to the gym like super early that's fine but like is yeah is he home alone or but it looks like noon noon time yeah I, I i literally i was like what i mean and maybe he's got something going on at the school so i'm not gonna be like super nitpicky about it but i did kind of laugh about it where i was like wait a minute that kid's just in the house by himself but I, you know, it is what it is. I don't know how old the kid is anyways, but, um, he's 32. He's like, yeah, I, I did write like, so when Mick has the message that comes in from like another dimension or whatever, and the three cloaked Rangers come out and, um, they, so of something to note is that they actually have made an appearance in an episode before this. I don't remember if it was the one right before this or like two before this, but these three like cloaked Rangers, uh, and they have dialogue with the Power Rangers and they say yeah, they because their conversation in this le- led me to believe that this wasn't the first time that they had seen or like just talked to them. So that was the first point where I was like, oh, is this like a running thing with a show? But was it only one episode? Um, I It, it might have been two we might have seen them in an episode and then they talked to them in another episode but they the interaction is very limited i did watch a clip of it the other day um and it was it it is their voice like it's wes it is jason font's voice um but it's not clearly his voice it's like his voice but they've added um like a modulator yeah modulated it so that you know it's like so they don't know who it is that's talking which makes no sense because i mean also, I don't know how everybody else feels about this, how you feel about this, Ken, but whenever a ranger is revealed in one of these anniversary episodes, I kind of hate because this happens in Megaforce, too. But in Megaforce, we saw um, Noah like learning about the other seasons of Rangers and the thing. So I have to assume that that's part of their training as they were learning about all these other seasons this season. They are in high school again. And then like when Westy morphs, they're like, you're Wesley Collins, Time Force Red. And I'm like, how do you just know that? And then, mm-hmm. and then, you know, they don't know who Gemma or Coda is because they're from another dimension. Well, they, my... Go ahead. they talk about Tommy and they were like, yes, we've learned about him. So it's, they clearly learn about something to do with the Rangers at, at a certain point. 
Right. Well, it, well, because it, Mick says like, yeah, Tommy, I've heard of him, you know, but also like, is there a Power Rangers database that Mick was like involved in when when we get to the Beast Morphers episode? That is actually a thing like there is like w- what leads them into their interacting with other teams of Rangers is Devin looking through f- trying to find something. And, you know, we'll get into all that when we talk about Beast Morphers eventually. They just started uh, like their own wiki. It, well, I mean, I, that's what Noah is learning on. And that always annoyed me because I'm like, is this on the dark web or something? How are you? How are you getting this information? Also, doesn't seem very smart to set up this like server of Power Rangers information out there. I mean, especially when you're fighting a computer virus that. Right, well, that that was that was in uh, Megaforce, um, but nothing made sense in Megaforce to me. But um, so. They do say a thing in here, and this is when the plot is okay. So, also the villain's name is Draven. I looked it up. Um, so, uh, Wes from Time Force, Coda from Dino Charge, and Gemma from RPM show up. I I did read um and uh like a thing online or something that said there was they only definitively knew they had specific Rangers for this. So a lot of the dialogue is just written very like anybody could have said it. Like not and, specific. Yeah, so Wes's dialogue was written for Jason Font. So they knew he was going to be in the show. And that's why he kind of is really the head of the story. But also he deserves to be because uh, that time force is like the best. But um, so anyway, um, they all explain to these new rangers that Draven has been capturing rangers from other dimensions. And they ask the Ninja Steel Rangers if they've seen anything suspicious. Okay. And they keep talking about like they're stealing rangers from other dimensions. Um, What? Power Rangers came from Gemma's dimension. And what Power Rangers came from Coda's dimension? And Wes exists within the Ninja Steel dimension. But they yeah. come through like three portals, I, I'm pretty sure, in the beginning. Also, um, is that saying that Ninja Steel exists in its own dimension? I don't know how that ends. So well, I, yeah, at the end of the episode, when they're all going through the different portals at the end, like, they each Most only go through people only go through the last portal. Like even with the ninja storm or the ninja steel ones, they go through the same portal as like all of the normal Rangers who are not like Gemma. And did West go through the third one? Yeah. Wes opens the third one and then they basically all go through together. So the, the ninja storm or not ninja storm, the ninja steel ones go through that one too, along with like Tommy and cat and TJ. So like, that's all, ostensibly one universe and then coda and Gemma are in the other two yes yeah so it 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 doesn't even make sense why they would be there right that's i don't yeah i did i i'm i'm telling you i've seen this episode a couple of times and this is the first time where i started to think about that where i was like wait a minute this doesn't actually make sense because and and here's uh here's the thing so antonio from uh samurai is there and he's the gold ranger and that's you know cuz they go two gold rangers to fight with each other because there's a a cowboy gold ranger in this season um i wish it had been jem because then it would have made more sense like jem gemma is coming to rescue jem and they were mm-hmm. like they were basically two people that finished each other's sentences so yeah. it would have it would have made sense that he was rescuing them and then maybe coda was for another dino charge ranger i know coda was in this season in another episode though too because he meets um uh, wait, I'm pretty sure he was cuz he's in a caveman suit and him and Peter 
his brother in real life, the two of them are in an episode together. So I don't, I don't, I never saw that one. I don't know if it takes place before this or after this, but Coda also introduces himself and they're not like, oh, Coda, good to see you again. So, hmm. Yeah, he just says, like, I'm from a dimension where dinosaurs are still alive. And someone goes, wow, I would really like to go to that dimension. Also, um, I thought Coda, like, went in the end of Dino Charge. I could be wrong. Did he not, like, I mean, I guess maybe he didn't go back to the prehistoric era. Maybe he just stayed. Maybe I made that up. I think I made that up. Anyway, I don't I don't know. It, it's regardless. It's fine. Okay. Um, yeah. Move, so move forward because we're yeah, sorry we haven't I, moved I really anywhere and we're just like this is so like confounding I, but it is I, I this is my issue with these team ups sometimes though they just do and this comes up later in the in the episode too is they really just kind of it's all for flash and it's just kind of it undermines what happened before and i feel hmm. like power rangers can be really bad about that but when it's really good about it that it kind of keeps Every time they do that, it loosens it up more and more. And you're like, oh, well, it's no there's no weight to a ranger losing their powers because they really never lose those powers, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, anyway, so so Wes says they need to go find Tommy to get Tommy's help. And they show up at Tommy's house and they see, you know, um, uh, Madam Odious and uh, Draven are there with the evil robot Tommy. and And they're like, oh, my gosh, that's robo Tommy like that. This makes well, so much sense. They, my note on this is, is they get rid of this illusion of Tommy being evil so quickly. Like when they first get there, they're like, why is Tommy with them? What's happening? And they could have played with that for a little bit longer. If this was a longer episode or a two parter, but then immediately they're just like, do that flicker thing where he's like, they cut to the, like his body and like flicker, the CGI yeah, the robot. robot. Yeah. And I'm, and they're just like, oh, he's a robot. Yeah, everybody would trust Tommy. And it's like, oh, well. Okay. Well, why didn't you guys trust him? That, you're right. If this had been a two-parter, it would have been cool if they had gotten to Tommy's house. And like, let's say, and, you know, and for let's say for like pandering sake, we saw that scene play out where it was evil robot Tommy with them. They all leave and then they show up. And it's Tommy mm-hmm. the robot is like left behind to recruit. Because that isn't that what he's there for? To recruit the rangers from the dimension he's yeah, from? Yeah, so. And that's they essentially allude to the fact that that is exactly oh, what happened. Wait a minute. I just realized something, too. Um, I said earlier, oh, Ninja Steel, does that exist in its own dimension? No, because Tommy lives here because they drive to his house in the car. Oh, yeah. So anyway, go on. Go on. Um, but like uh, Gia says, like, yeah, I was I was coming to meet up with Tommy. He mm-hmm. had called me to like come to this so like we are led to believe that yes all these rangers did trust tommy and they were coming to meet him for some like mission and this is how they started siphoning off their powers but it would have been neat to see that without having it explained to us within the first like gosh yeah wouldn't it have been cool if like we saw him collecting them like what if tj was you know off doing something and he gets like the beep 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 on his communicator and then mm-hmm. he's like, it, like, even if it was just literally a quick scene of whatever, you know, whatever they were doing, like how they're kind of collecting everyone in Forever Red, right? We got that scene where they're kind of going around and, and different rangers are collecting different people. That would have been cool. Yeah. It would have given the rangers two more weight to some of these that didn't really get to do anything. Like maybe Antonio's with his like fish cart or whatever he had. And like Tommy comes up. Also, I feel like they kind of they blew another moment here. Um, 
I'll say it in a second, but, but anyway, so Odious gives uh, Draven these like three mega arrows. And I wrote, wow, what a name mega arrows. We're back to the <laughs> mega force. Um, and that like, there's a whole, like you shoot one into the sky, then you got to wait an hour. It's like swimming and eating or something. I don't know. And <laughs> you got to wait for the sky to turn red and then you fire the next one and then the next one. And, and so she goes away, not in the rest of the plot. And then uh, Draven and the uh, robot Tommy and the, 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 putty things i guess they're called basher bots um leave and west creates a portal to go after them into the antiverse where he talks about because he says that's where draven is there and you're like okay it's a, it's an evil universe i think this would have been a nice opportunity to have like made it like rita's universe or something like that but it does is that, that where they were holding the rangers yeah they're all in i the just antiverse. thought that was tommy's basement wait <laughs> No. Oh, so you thought like once they got out, they like were going back to this antiverse to like help people. No, it's just this well, random building. This like beautifully. One thing is crazy is that they're on this bridge, and I'm like, wow, the scene that they shot on is like actually is really beautiful shooting location. Oh, with all the green stuff. Yeah, the blue for night scene on the bridge. Yeah, and I was oh, yeah. like, everything oh. around is really nice. And I'm like, what's this evil dimension? Who's doing the architecture here? Like, <laughs> um. But also, this is another blown moment. Like you said, they, they could have played the evil Tommy for a little bit. Why didn't the Rangers, besi- besides Tommy, fight evil Tommy? Like, I, I do like the acknowledgement of Tommy being able to go invisible from Dino Thunder mm-hmm. um, and that he was in the Dino Thunder suit. That was really cool because I feel like that didn't get any love. It doesn't get enough love. And uh, so he ju- him just showing up and be like, oh, yeah, I escaped. I didn't need your help. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was like, of course he didn't. Um. But I'm going to I'm just going to assume, too, that Wes is like dimensionally hopping like like Wes has to be Wes has been set up from the end of Time Force through all these anniversary episodes and like having known Tommy, you know, from the 10 year anniversary episode and all that stuff that like he's essentially, I think, as important, if not like I don't want to say more important, but he's still working as a Power Ranger. Yeah, I mean, but the problem is that he is essentially not learning anything from the time force stuff where you can't affect like time and or like you can ruin things by jumping around and doing these things well somebody said you can't time travel and he said fine i'll go sideways dimension a dimension just like, like paul giamatti oh i see i was gonna say uh i was gonna say sliders was his favorite show hmm. anyway terrible um paul so- giamatti thing's gonna land a lot better <laughs> If you want to fill out a poll and let us know which one of those jokes you enjoyed more, please head over. <laughs> um, so this also is like, this is where you really kind of, re- they reveal the plot too. Cause we're not in Tommy's basement. We're in the, <laughs> we're in this building up on a hill um, yeah. where it's like Draven's robot factory or something. And, and so he's got all the Rangers and they all have their helmets. So, you know, who's who for the kids mm-hmm. that might not know. Yeah. You got to put it on top. So you don't put yeah. the wrong fluid in the, the like monster maker. Well, I also think, uh, yeah, it's like, a, I think that like when Kat wakes up and she turns around and sees the turbo helmet and she's like, what the hell? This could have been Zio or Mighty Morphin. How dare you? <laughs> like, um, not that it, but I'm sure she's fine being turbo pink, but um, I, I just think, uh, so whatever, I, I'm okay with that plot too, where I was like, all right, cool. They're making like the clones of them, the robot clones. That's fine. Whatever. Um. The only one, so we kind of see all the rangers that they have, and they've got, uh, like I said, Antonio from Samurai. There's Catherine from Turbo, Rocky, um, 
from you know Mighty Morphin and Zeo, and then um, TJ. TJ from In Space, uh, and I always forget GS in this episode too, um, from Megaforce, and then Trent also from Dino Thunder. What's kind of crazy? Did you say Rocky. I did say Rocky. Yeah. Okay. Um, the only Power Ranger that actually doesn't have a history of working with Tommy is Antonio. So the plot also would have made more sense because Tommy, they all have a connection to Tommy, right? Like Kat is his lady friend. I don't know, wife, or maybe they're just seeing where it goes. Uh, you know, Rocky obviously being on the same team, Trent being on the same team, Gia from, you know, him going well, back. to Yeah. And then, um, you know, TJ, he would know from the 10 year anniversary and the legendary war again as well. Well, um, also giving him his powers. Oh, duh. Yeah. Oh, my God. I completely <laughs> I skipped over that part of history. Uh, no, I don't think we've ever met. OK. <laughs> What's your name, Timmy? Is it Timmy? I feel like it was Timmy. Um, and then they were like, oh, just throw in a random other Power Ranger. I was kind of like, I don't know. It's whatever. It is what it is. I don't think that was very thought out. I think this just kind of all landed the way it did. Mm hmm. Um, well, you get Tommy in enough episodes like it's bound to be like a majority of them have worked together. So it just happens to like the spaghetti hits the wall and most of the Rangers that are there have worked with him except for the one. Wait a minute. Is Tommy the Kevin Bacon of the Power Rangers universe? Oh, yeah. Easy. Right. Um, this was Tommy's Footloose. And so um, anyway, so they go up and, you know, whatever the rangers really aren't doing anything right now right that like actually you know what i'm thinking there's how many how many rangers are there that went through that portal again i'm sorry i should have counted there was wes coda and Gemma, and then there's the six other rangers right so there are nine power rangers um and then they have good tommy with them so there's 10 power rangers and the other rangers the ninja rangers morph right or they all go into the robot factory they basically just shoot the machinery and they're like we got them and so now they've got like five more rangers um or however many i said and um then tommy's left to fight evil tommy for what feels like a second yeah that's like potentially the shortest scene in the episode but that's the crazy part too because if you watch the the um, so the, the earlier, what were you talking about how there's deleted scenes that you can watch this on YouTube, like the official channel, put it out and stuff. But, um, there's a hand to hand fight scene between Tommy and himself that goes on for a little bit before he even morphs the first time. And right. then he morphs the first time and he morphs into Dino Thunder Black. Okay. Um, and he fights for as Dino Thunder Black and then red and the green. It's a, but Tommy breaks the Dino Thunder helmet open. So they're fighting and Tommy hits the wall and shatters the Dino Thunder helmet. And I'm always like, why on earth would you ever delete a Power Rangers breaking their helmet out of a show? That's like the big moments in Power Rangers history mm. and give us more of these squirrel Rangers that fly through the air with like, I don't know. Right. They the the capes they have all of a sudden or whatever. There's so much fighting of the Ninja Steel Rangers in this. And I feel like that's kind of where it, it loses me for sure. Because if I haven't watched this before, like I know that it's essential for them. But I think about like, you know, in the 15 year anniversary, it's it's at least it's the other Rangers all get to fight for a little bit, you know, and more than just like two seconds. It was like, OK, th this is their moment. This is the celebration of the history. And this just kind of felt like it was a team up episode of Ninja Steel. Not that it was an actual 25th anniversary episode. That's where 
that's where it kind of differs a little bit for me. It's it's different in comparison from this in the like just the what is ostensibly the team up in um, Beast Morphers where that feels more like an anniversary thing. Yeah, and that that also kind of more organically happens too. It, mm-hmm. it, like it wasn't just like okay we're gonna get to an episode and it's gonna air around whatever time and we have to do it they're like all right well we know we're gonna do this episode so let's plant start- seeds yeah. and like build a foundation for us to go from whereas i think like this episode tried to do some of that stuff like if you're talking about those cloaked figures showing up in other episodes but like how close to it was it and like how like well, well and- was it done the, the other part of that, too, is like, does that really I, I don't know for sure, but does it have any the cloaked figures and the dimension hopping? Does it really have any bearing on the show later? So like they're only like where they only planted there for that moment to be like, hey, we're going to have other Power Rangers on this show eventually. And that's who these like mystery figures are. Um I I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It was like kind of just a, they were like, all right, well, let's be cool about it. We'll like hint at something going on, but it's only for like these three couple episodes and then it doesn't really come around or anything. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just feels, it feels like there was an idea, but it it didn't, it didn't follow through anyway. So, so Tommy fights the other Rangers fight. I don't know. The arrows get back to the other guy shoots the sky again. The Rangers are kind of, out there trapped and then all of these legendary rangers ninja reveal which i also have a problem with i don't like the thing yeah i don't know why they all yelled ninja like i understand why like they're it ties into the current season but also most of these rangers are just like i don't know who you are like why would i (laughs) i don't care about you enough to learn what your powers are well also it's like they don't have that ability is every yeah exactly does every power ranger have every power rangers power is that what they're suggesting because how did they or is it is it tommy was somehow like projecting his ability to make them invisible but no he earlier he was like they didn't know that dino thunder black could go invisible so there is um there's an account i'm following on twitter and i can't remember i would say it here but um it, it's this guy that's basically been like tweaking um, little things where he's just trying to say like, you know, if they just did a little bit here, a little bit here, I think he's like knows how to make special effects and stuff like that um, or is good with like after effects. And he went through this episode and this scene specifically, he always said it kind of bugged him. So what he did is he changed their entrance. And so when they appear, it's actually like cat teleports like they do in the turbo movie and, um, you know, Jason Font kind of appears the way like a time force would appear. You know, like so each one of them kind of shows up the way they would have shown like up in season their proper entrance. Yeah, like like what the teleportation would look like from that season. And they so they all kind of appear that way. And I'm always like, it's such a little thing, but it's it it looks so much better. I don't know. Um he he does another thing too where when Tommy morphs again back into the White Ranger, he changed it to the Falcon coin. Because it was White Ranger, they that was the time where they would say White Ranger power, and those coins are the Ninja coins. Um, mm-hmm. And and when he morphs, as he's morphing, he becomes the White Ninjetti suit, and then into the White Ranger suit. So it was a nice like, just like a little thing that happens while he's morphing, and so it was. It looked really cool, but um, I I you know it, so they they pair off and they fight for a little bit, and then you know they go to the Draven goes to shoot the last arrow, and Tommy calls the falcon sword which surprise i guess has just been hiding for like 25 years 20 years 22 years i did not like how his wings flapped 
I uh, way too much articulation in those wings. How the Zord get through the dimensional barrier? (laughs) I'm just thinking of that. I'm I'm not even trying to be nitpicky, but I I, the the Zord wouldn't have to get through the dimensional barrier because they Tommy lives in that dimension, right? No, they're in they're in the antiverse the whole episode. Nobody lives there. (laughs) Okay. Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure that a bunch of this took place in Tommy's basement. Yeah, it's not Tommy's basement. It's all in Tommy's head. He's still in that coma in Reefside from that one episode. Like John Malkovich with Tommy. Yeah, um, I'd watch that actually. Um, but I, 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 it's one of those moments where I was like, I appreciate what they're trying to do. I, thank God it wasn't the dragon sword, but um, I appreciate what they're trying to do, and it was a nice like acknowledgement of saying like okay we know there's a lot of seasons and other people have been other seasons and and i will say the usage of tommy in this episode for being like the catalyst of the events was was nice i feel like that was the right headspace but then mm-hmm. it kind of it, you know not making it specifically all about him but then like i i tried to watch and see who gets to say a line tj only says the one line about draven basically antonio says nothing really um uh rocky says a couple i feel like more than he should and he has two uh, lines i think cat has one and um uh gia has a couple and stuff but it's just kind of like uh it's whatever i was i was happy to see them all i'm not gonna complain about anybody i mean i think they're not all red rangers yeah and the ones that they did choose like i like seeing tj i like gia um i like seeing cat back was cool. So it's, it's neat for those ones to be there. Um, I just, I wish they probably did more. This seems like one of those things where they could have been a two parter, uh, and they probably could have gotten more with it. So I feel like there was probably just limitations that they ran into. Cause it just feels rushed. Yes, it does. Like it, yeah. it is going so quickly. And when we started this episode and you were like, well, how do you feel about it? Do you think it's approachable to for other people? And I'd be like, not if I like I felt lost relatively soon in this. So I just if it was slowed down a little bit and it wasn't just like, here's a super quick exposition dump, like we're going to go right, right now and then like cut to scene to scene to scene to scene. Um, I I just wish I don't know if it's just because maybe it's a budgetary thing, but I wish it was more than one episode. Like why if it's 25 years, your show, no shows are on for 25 years, you know, like it's something to celebrate. Why not have known that going into this and be like, okay, we really have to tuck the budget aside. You know, the people are already there. So and you you show that you were kind of able to sprinkle a little bit in there. Like, I understand that it was probably just voiceovers, you know, that it wasn't actually those actors in that scene, um, mm-hmm. you know, having the three hooded figures. But it's like and I'm sure, you know, then you have a payout that doubles the payout because now you have to pay these actors to be in two episodes instead of the one episode. But I I honestly I'd rather the substance over the flash, I guess, like cut down on whatever the giant, you know, what was the money that was put into all those effects you know cut down on all that crap (laughs) like they don't need to be zords or anything in this episode just have it be hand-to-hand stuff you know um also i wrote i wish tj would be come back and be a mentor because i feel like they keep bringing tj back but i never get tj like i want tj in that blue spacesuit and i want him on an adventure yeah just let him do something i do like when they do they all do 
they all morph. There are they are if you like slow it down, they are all morphing the way they morph on their show, basically. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like at least that's nice. Um, but yeah, I and then and then in the end of the episode, somebody says uh, you all have your own worlds to protect. And I'm like, no, they don't. Only two of them do. Two of them have their own worlds to protect Gemma and Coda. And that's it. The rest of you are all going back to the same place. Right. Also, did you notice that Tommy and Kat were holding hands when they jumped through? No. Well, well you just who's going to tell love. who's going to tell Kim when that scene from the 2017 movie gets out? Oh, what's Tommy doing at a coffee shop with his ex? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that what and you're saying? Up into the sky, standing. Very oh, close I'm sorry. I was. That's the deleted scene. The coffee shop. How They're long has he been around? Um, yeah, I. Interesting. I just. I don't know. And then I feel like Brody says that one last line, too, where he's like, no, that was epic. I'm like, what? what? Didn't need it. What? Sometimes they go too far. But also I get it. It's, you know, who is it for? It, it feels sometimes it feels like when they do these specials, it feels like an obligation more than like something that's good and celebratory. This was definitely better than Legendary War, though. Absolutely. I, I enjoyed watching. I think I watched this. I DVR this um, when I still had cable. So it was one of those things I went out of my way to see on that. I didn't go out of my way to watch it when it aired because I was working probably. But uh, I definitely made a point to record it while it was on. Um, whereas like with other stuff like just wait till it's out on some sort of digital platform and purchase a season that way or something. But this one, I I definitely made sure I saw. Yeah, I, I, you know, I guess the, uh, the thing that's different now between like now and then, you know, way back in the day is that it, uh, for one, we don't really get crossovers as much as we used to, you know, in the, in the first, like, you know, um, we'll say the first like 11 years of the show or the first 10 years of the show, whatever that, Mm. you know, pretty much a season ended. You knew that other team was going to come back and you'd get another crossover, you know, Lightspeed rescue, um, had that lost galaxy crossover and that was two parts. And then time force had a two part cross Lightspeed rescue only had the one episode of time force, but then time force shows up in wild force for two episodes and they got the 10 year anniversary episode. And, um, so you were like, okay, you got to see it all the time. The dino thunder coming back from, uh, uh, Ninja Storm being on Dino Thunder was a two part crossover, too. It was great. You know, there was like it was good, too. It was like quality stuff. Now it feels just like an obligation. I'm hoping that with what happens, what happened with Beast Morphers, with how they kind of did their crossovers, that they um, that that that's more of what I want. I want to see like somebody return in a mentor aspect. I want to see sprinkling in like oh well our whole base is inspired by not just the throwaway line like gosei saying zordon left me here or stuff like that i want it to like mean something to the story you know um and then i'd rather honestly i'd rather have less rangers back if it means like more quality time with the ones that do like something meaningful that they're doing versus yeah and if they keep bringing Tommy back for these anniversary episodes, like just bring Tommy back for a season then or something like our, or uh, I, I, I mean, honestly, I'd love to see somebody else come back and be a mentor or something like that. And, and I, I don't know, maybe Dino Fury. will see that because it's a, 
that's what happened with Dino Thunder. It's not what happened with Dino Charge. We thought that's what would happen, but um, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know, Ken. It's I. I went into this assuming that I was. I remembered it more fondly than I felt after watching it this time. If I agree with that, yeah. Because I, I think coming off of Legendary War for another anniversary thing. I think I was like, well, that was garbage. So then I watched this and I was like, oh, that was amazing. So now yeah. like with the without the like blinders or like that immediate kind of point of reference, I just recognize I'm like, this is an OK episode. It's not the best like anniversary thing they've done for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It, it is. It is. Uh, it's funny because I have the feeling in my stomach, like stomach. That's not where my heart is. <laughs> the feeling in my in my body somewhere is that like I remember watching it being like that was pretty good I liked it it was mm-hmm. fun and now rewatching this I'm like mm, that's not as fun as I remember like I it was almost adequate it's tough too because it's you know we I think because the character of Tommy is so front and center like has been front and center for the last couple of years you know obviously throughout the history being like a face of the franchise and like I understand that I'm not I'm not complaining about that I get it people love you know all the different suits he's been for whatever reason. And I loved when he came back in Dino Thunder and, um, and I did like the nod to him living in Reefside and stuff. And, but, uh, I think it's because this is also happening around the time that boom studios is really hitting that stride with like shattered grid and, you know, it had soul of the dragon and then he's here again. And then it's just, it's kind of like, okay, can we see another power Rangers story? Like I, you know, I'm glad that Wes comes back because, you know, the reason why we keep getting like characters like Tommy or wet or Wes and stuff, it's because their seasons and what they went through in the show is a very interesting story. So I feel like we kind of, you know, they're not just like 2D versions of their character anymore because, you know, Wes was like complicated evolution that he had with his father and with Jen and all that sort of stuff. But I think, you know, Tommy being evil and then good. And then it's more than that. Tommy comes back as a mentor and that's why we get him too. But I like that Wes is trusted to essentially be the counter to Tommy at this point. Like, so been around long enough and like used enough to the point where like the creators or what have you, like the showrunners trust that he could be the one to be like, okay, well, if Tommy is evil and like has to do this, like Wes could be the one who can clearly wrangle people together and lead. It does feel like, like if Jason David Frank wasn't available at some point that, that he Wes could be a, would probably Mm -hmm. be like a number two or something like that. I mean, um, assuming it was like, we're just trying to get people and do whatever, but I don't know. We're in that that era of Hasbro. I'd like to see them kind of maybe start uh, since Jason, D- Jason David Frank clearly does want to be a Power Ranger still, you know, um, maybe I don't I don't the difficulty being now they film in New Zealand versus when it was in California, it was a lot easier and a lot less expensive to get everybody where they needed to go to get these crossovers to happen. So yeah. it is significantly higher in the budget um, to be able to pay people to fly them out halfway across the world you know, for just this little bit of time. Cause there's a lot more involved in that now. Um, I'd like to see something where maybe they start doing like one-offs with them. Like what if they approached it like the comic books and they did film soul of the dragon and they're like, okay, well we can, we can do like a special, like let's just do a special that is independent of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean like even being able to release something like that, like 
either on video on demand or something like with Netflix, because the Netflix is working with Nickelodeon for that's true and Hasbro for different like short things. Like we had already talked about the Transformers thing with Hasbro, um, but they're also doing like the rise of the TMNT movie on Netflix. So these are all like essentially companies that are working together to release these one off things that aren't going to be on a regular TV network. So give us something like that for Power Rangers. And I think it could really work like any of those direct to DVD films like do really well. The Batman versus Ninja Turtles did amazing. And like DC runs through those constantly. Um, And I know we've talked about how we've said before that we would want like a shattered grid cartoon. That would be the easiest and most uh, logistical and probably um, the least, uh, you know, it'd still be expensive, but it would, it seems like it would be easier to get people, more people involved in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having taken part of it, I, I am saying I would still like to see a live action, something like that pursued as well. And, and, and it's like we said, Tom, uh, Jason David Frank was in, you know, that shattered grid preview they did on YouTube. He clearly, he comes back for the anniversaries, which is great. He still goes around and does all this stuff. And it's like, I know we've said on the show repeatedly, we want a mentor to come back from an old season or something, or not even a mentor. They can be a ranger or something. I want to team up of all these rangers, but I guess like, that's the thing. They're so young when they're on the show that it's hard to then uproot your life. Cause it's not just like being in a movie for like three months. You're there for like probably over a year that you have to move to a whole nother country to film this show nonstop, you know? So Mm. I can see where that would be a struggle with people with like family um, and, and those who have put down roots. So the likelihood of that happening is probably a little less, or we'd have to get somebody that is a little more free to be able to do something like that, you know? So, well, anything else to say about dimensions and danger? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, give it a watch. I won't like, we talked, uh, somewhat negatively about it or it may have come off that way, but I, I still think it's a, a worthwhile endeavor to watch it. Yeah. It also might be way more positive for a viewer to see who hasn't just recently watched a bunch of other Power Ranger things like we have. So I think that's that's a good that's a good point. I think if you're just going to randomly watch this one episode, you'd be like, oh, it was fun to see these other characters. I didn't even know they did this special, you know. Yeah, um, I think you'll feel probably how we did the first time we saw it. I think I just went into it being like, oh, I'm excited. And then I saw this and I was like, eh, it's OK. <laughs> like it was just the reality of like looking at it in this different set of eyes, I guess right now, because of just being a little more critical because of this stuff or whatever. I don't mean to be critical, but you know, you do it cause you love something and we love power Rangers and you know, we want it to succeed, but I also know it, you know, it's, we are fans of a franchise and we are not toxic fans. So we know that, you know, that the way the story goes does not belong to us. And I'm here to support the twists and turns it takes, you know, just, just putting out into the universe some hopes and dreams is all, you know. But now we learn to temper our expectations. Yes, we, we you know, and I, I fear that may be our future as well. But I, I, I want to be positive <laughs> about it. So, well, um, you know what we didn't talk about? about I'll just say really quick because I was going to say, oh, I, the sad part for me is whenever they do these anniversary episodes, I'm always like, maybe they'll re-release the Morphers, you know, um, of who's ever on it. But I guess they don't know oh, ahead of time. Yeah to get that going toys or anything. They did actually do toys for this. this yes. Episode. They had the red ranger. I know for sure. Yeah. With those uh, killer shoulder pads, the yep. lady Gaga oh. shoulder pads. 
at least him. I don't know if there were any other ones that came I out. Think this is the, it was it wasn't it an exclusive to some store also? I don't remember. I don't know because after Toys R Us closed, I basically was like, I don't know where to really find toys anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, the internet. I understand. I'm not. I understand how to find toys. I clearly, you know, Amazon, the website, but, uh, but you, you know, when it was wide web, well, you couldn't order stuff like directly from Bandai. Could you, the way that we have been with Hasbro, like pulse and stuff like that. Well, I guess you can't really order the regular figures from Hasbro. Can you, it's just like the collector stuff. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't really, I never really thought of that. So it was kind of like you had to find it in the wild somewhere. Well, thanks, Ken, for having this discussion with me. Did you finish your comment about you wanted the Morpher? Yeah, I wanted the toys, and I was saying, oh, they did make a toy. Yeah, but they didn't make a Master Morpher. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I, I was actually thinking of every Ranger's Morpher that reappeared in the episode. I wasn't. Oh. I, we didn't even talk about the Master Morpher. Oh, my God. What's wrong with us? I don't know. Well, we'll talk about it uh, when we do Soul of the Dragon. That's technically where it was introduced, right? Yeah, and then he's he's got it in this, and you're like, what? Wait, did Soul of the Dragon came first, right? Oh my gosh, I actually don't know which came first. <laughs> the Tommy or the Egg? Well, I'm now I got to look it up, because I said earlier that they were acknowledging the sun, but I think the comic book was acknowledging the show. But it seems weird that the, the show... That the show... Okay. Soul of the Dragon so, was published December... Of 2018. Okay. And then Dimensions in Danger was uh, was 2018 as well, though. Uh, air date. Was August 28th, 2018. Oh, my goodness. Well, hang on, hang on. Yeah, never mind. I was like, well, was it released as issues? No, it was, it was like a one-off series, right? Like, it was a one-off, like, a yeah, it was graphic just... novel. Yes, yeah. So, um, yeah, you have to also go back to that other episode where you talked about how the show was referencing Soul of the Dragon, because you were wrong then, too. What What episode? Well, it was nice talking to you today. I don't remember. <laughs> I am. Oh, my goodness. It was probably wow. the comics episode, the one where we talked about the comics. It's hard because you get a lot of previews really far ahead of time for this stuff. So I feel like we knew the son's name was going to be JJ or something like that. Like we already knew it was going to be about Tommy's son. Like so when Tommy's son shows up, stuff, what the diamond distribution, like blurb on that they send to uh, retailers to be like, you want to order this many copies of this because this is the story of Soul of the Dragon. Yeah, it, and we knew it was going to involve Tommy and and the search for the sun and stuff like that. And they said the name because I knew I remember watching this episode and being like, oh, wow, they introduced the sun on the show. So the first time we did see the Master Morpher was in this episode, not in Soul of the Dragon. So interesting. Yeah. Um, how it's do you also feel not about that far that? off. Like that's the, you're talking like six months, essentially, for when the stuff was like interacting with one another uh, no yeah less than that it's like three and a half months um how do you feel about the master morpher i'd want one on a shelf like it's kind of neat like to have created something that can tie into all of those different um like suits and things like that it doesn't logistically make sense because he didn't use a coin for all of those things but to have like i don't know 
like smelted down the power like morphers from everything else into coin form for everything else is kind of neat but i i think um i do like it because it also raises that question where you're like is it how is he switching all of his you know powers or whatever and you know i always do love the morpher and it's cool that it looks like his gold ranger morpher but they added like the extra the nice little accents to it and stuff and I like that they were like, okay, well, we made like they showed the coin. So it wasn't just like, oh, he's just going to morph and you're not really going to see it up close. They were like, no, we went we made this thing like we we figured out how we're going to do it. You know, um, I think that's cool. But then it also leads you to ask, like, does Kat have a master morpher? Because she technically has been three different Rangers. And uh, I guess anybody who's been more than get, one, one uh, for free when you are a Ranger five times. Well, yeah, that's what it takes. Um, I I was thinking that she must because if they're together and they have a child, how could he not share that with her? What a rude parent he would be. <laughs> Assuming he made it, I, that he didn't get it somewhere else that we'll learn where it came from someday. I don't know. But 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 I enjoy it. I feel bad that we didn't talk about it before. So no. All right. Now you can really end the episode. Yeah. Now I feel like a, a fool. So. We had all our wires crossed here, um, but I feel like we, uh, yeah, like Ken said, this episode is definitely worth watching. And if you haven't seen it before, I think you could have a good time watching it. Um, And if you've seen it before, give it an extra watch again. And uh, thank you, Ken, for doing this with me. Hey, thank you. 25 episodes. Here's to 25 more, right? Ting. Uh, So. Fully sound of glasses hitting, even though we're uh... Oh, I thought it was you just you invested in a grill for yourself. Yep, it's uh, my teeth. Uh, 25 episodes. I figure (laughs) we have made zero money so I can just buy a grill. Yeah, why not? Uh, Remember, we are on Twitter, Podcast Rangers. We are on uh, email. This is this new thing called email. You can send us an email. I hear. Yeah. Electronic mail podcast rangers at gmail.com. I did get a couple emails that I responded to. So thank you, everyone who wrote in. And I responded to those. And uh, we also have a YouTube channel, Podcast Rangers. Uh, It's all it's Podcast Rangers everywhere on Twitter youtube instagram and of course email podcastrangers at gmail.com but that is going to do it for this episode thank you ken and we will see you again with another episode of podcast rangers well we're not going to see them so i don't know why i just said that and now you sound like a fool <laughs>